It's Wednesday Wonders, science fiction and fantasy on the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated PG-13, suggesting that all children under the age of 13 should listen accompanied with an adult. Glad you could make it, Dick. Thanks for coming. Where was it found, Officer Oback? Uh, none found it on the cathedral steps. Had four potatoes past the pint this morning. Ah, uh, around five then. Are there any leads? Uh, there wasn't a scrap of evidence to be found. I have McGill and McBarney downtown questioning the patrons at the local pubs. All we have so far is here in this shoebox. We're here. It's in here. Mrs. Tinkleson, could you and your children please step aside and let Mr. Dynamo through? Now brace yourself, Dick. It's pretty gruesome. A uh, shoebox? Dick, it's what's inside the shoebox. Oh, is it? It's Skip Tinkleton! So you know him? Last time I saw Skip Tinkleton, he was six foot one and had just returned from sailing with the Merchant Marine. Now he's shrunken down to less than a foot tall. Any idea how he got this way? Well, Dick, that's why we brought you in. <laughs> we don't understand it either. How the hell did he end up like this? What does it mean? I don't know, but look at these wounds on his body. Little pants! The little guy is completely lacerated. Was... was he stabbed? It was definitely an edged weapon. What's this in his hand? Feathers? And his other fist, he's clutching a small bloody eye the size of a pea. How the hell did he end up like this? I don't know, Officer Mickleback. I just don't know, but I intend to find out. Hate to see an honorable man like him go. Widow Tinkleton, I will vanquish his enemies and bring you their skulls to drink from. We will feast on their flesh, and the seas will flow red with their blood as your husband's soul sails down it to the shores of Valhalla. God bless you, Dick Dynamo. We would be honored if you perform the last rites. Of course. Officer Mickleback, are you drinking again? Oh, it's my favorite damn disease. From the sea, we were begotten. And to the sea... We shall return. May Skip return to us in a form that is fairly lovable, such as a puppy or a kitten, and perhaps not in the form of a great serpent, which shall surely devour us all. A bovine would be a tasty solution, so that good shall come from this tragedy. Amen!
Officer Mikko back. I need a smoke, and you need a drink. Let's go outside. This Justin from the future. Dick Dynamo was the premier test pilot for the USAF. On the mission in the new experimental AS-400 rocket, a malfunction occurred, thrusting him into a tear in the fabric of time and space. It was there that he acquired knowledge of the fifth dimensional arts. And now, with his computational briefcase possessing powers far beyond those of mere mortal briefcases, he is... Dick Dynamo, the fifth dimensional man! I swear, I'm going to track down the bastard that did this. Vic, how do you plan to do that? There's not a scrap of evidence to go on. I'm not sure. It's not like Leeds walk right up to you in the form of a small French child named Pepe. Monsieur, if you want to know what happened to my father, you must follow me. Pray over here. Officer Mikobak and I followed small crippled Pepe for blocks through back alleys and slums. Pepe had an odd hitch in his step, which suggested he had no ankles. Using a makeshift crutch and a strong heart, he hobbled the streets at an uncanny pace. I don't like this, Nick. This, this part of the city gets really rough. Officer Mikobak, do you want to find Skip's killer or not? Now put down that bottle and walk straight. You're a cop, dammit! Hi, Dick. But I'm not looking to get killed in the line of duty tonight. It's only one week until my retirement. We are here, Dick Animal. We were deep in the heart of a filthy alley, with only a dimmed, cracked street light showing us the way. Pepe approached an old bum propped up against the door, mumbling nonsense. Hey, you got a corner. I have syphilis. Don't touch me! Syphilis? No, Pepe! Don't touch him! Oh, it's okay, senor. It's only a hollowed out corpse with a little man inside. Pepe knocked on the sternum of the dead bum and a small voice answered him from inside. The bum's ribs swung open like saloon doors and a midget appeared dressed in bright green and purple satin, holding a golden cane. What person's dark at my door at this dire hour? It is I, Pepe! I have brought you the dick. Pepe, well, why didn't you say so? Step four. The magical little man tapped his cane twice upon a brick in the wall, and an entrance split open with a great rumble, revealing steps that descended down below the stone building. Mr. Dynamo, this is where I must depart from our joining. My legs do not permit me to go any further. As I descended down a brightly lit, well-worn cobblestone stairwell, Echoes of pigs squealing and men screaming lured me forth like sirens calling a lonely sailor. The sounds grew to deafening proportions as I arrived at the bottom of the steps. Smells of tequila, blood, used up business ladies of lust, along with a hint of cedar, filled the air. The narrow wall suddenly opened up into a dust and smoke-filled room, with a crazed mob of men packed shoulder to shoulder, frantically waving money and shouting, 
High Horses Stores Dick. It's another Grand Ultimate Animal Championship ring. I fought my way up to the front of the ring. As the crowd closed in around me, cigars and bottles of booze waved in front of my face as the sounds of feral animals drew near. I reached the edge of a large pit covered in a chicken wire dome. At the bottom was a cedar chip floor where the animal warriors fought to the death. On this occasion, the main event of the evening appeared to be a Portuguese potbelly pig up against five chinchillas wearing tiny spiked German helmets from the Great War. The pig was in bad shape. One of the chinchillas had impaled him in the neck, but failed to work his way out of the wound and was strangled to death by the neck strap of his fastest armor. Oh, it looks like Colonel Oikey's in trouble. Kaiser Fuzzy and his fearless fairy commandos have Oikey on the ropes. At this time, the pig charged towards the commanding furball. The chinchilla cleverly dodged the attack, causing Colonel Oinky to crash into the concrete wall head first. The stunned beast was quickly beset upon by the four fuzzy balls of death. The chinchillas plunged their German helmets into the pig's portly flesh. A blood-curdling squeal pierced the air and Colonel Oinky stumbled, finally smashing down upon three of his assailants. Kaiser Fuzzy was the only one left standing of his noble furry army. He was victorious, but at what cost? Wow! Kaiser Fuzzy has defeated Colonel Oinky in an upset victory! Bring your betting belt to the front! It's a terrible thing, Quint. It may look that way, Officer Mick Oback. But to some people, this is a noble sport between animal competitors. Would you rather a man versus a man, or a woman versus a man, or even a man-woman fighting perhaps a man-child? I don't care what other people think, Dick. This scene is a moat in God's eye. I should call the fury of the fifth precinct down to erase this perversion from the face of the earth. Don't you dare. I came here for vengeance. And I can't have vengeance if you shut the whole place down. And rest assured, Obek, I will destroy any obstacle that stands in my way, be it foe, man-woman, or friend. And now I know who you are. It wasn't that hard just to figure you out. Here, Officer Mikobek, let me buy you a drink. Uh, uh, oh, oh, okay. I like the freckles on your chest. Don't touch me. After I set Officer Mikko back in the corner with a jug of moonshine, I went looking for the head honcho. Logic suggested that the ringleader of this ultimate animal fighting ring would be in a secluded place where he could watch what's going on without having to mingle with the proletariat. I spied the door with the largest bodyguards and headed towards it. Hey, buddy. What do you think you're off to? Why don't you turn around and go the other way before I punch you in the face? Oh, you're a real tough man. Maybe you need a fat lip to go with that big head of yours. Hey, don't you know who this is, Lucius? This is the fifth dimensional man! The quit! <laughs> Wait! Let him through! I've been expecting you, Mr. Dynamo. Why don't you two squares bug off? You'll have to excuse my brawny sexies. Good help is hard to find in the underworld of Ultimate Animal Championship fighting. Well, I don't know. I saw a couple of large rats on the way down. 
I'm sure they'll work just as well as those two. I'm glad to see the stories about your sense of humor are true, Mr. Dynamo. Oh, and that must be your renowned computational briefcase. I am Senior Ivan, the proprietor of this establishment. What can I do for such a distinguished person as yourself? I've come looking for a killer. What do you know about Skip Tinkleton? Ah, Skip Tinkleton. It's unfortunate that he died. He was one of our biggest draws to the animal fighting ring. Many wild beasts fell to his fighting skills. Until he met him. Damn it! Who? Well, you'll get the chance to see him right now. He's the main event tonight. Now our challenger tonight hails from the deep dark tunnels of South America. Unchallenged his ability to stalk his prey and slay the weak in his own time. But tonight he fights not in his own jungle, but on the cedar chip floor of Tall Mine Chicken Wire Coliseum, Cannibal Cougar Johnson! <laughs> This is it, Mr. Dynamo. Feast your eyes upon the one you seek. But last night, this mighty poultry met his match when he faced Skip Little Plants Tinkleton in a no-holds-bar cage match. And even though El Pollo Loco finally overcame his opponent, it cost him his left eye. Now, my friends, put your hands together and your money on the line for El Pollo Loco de Uno Ojo Mysterio. Did I tell you? Look at that brown tail, that firm breast, the confidence in his feet. What a gorgeous beast. Indeed, what stepped in that ring was a proud example to poultry everywhere. The noble brown rooster had a black eye patch emblazoned with a skull over his left eye, and razors adorned his talons. However, he just stood in the middle of the ring, pecking at cedar chips, seemingly unaware of the danger that circled him. Cannibal Cougar Johnson, on the other hand, was already preparing to attack. The dim lights of the basement created a sheen off of a barbed wire derby on top of the feline predator's head. The one-eyed cock continued to peck at the floor, seemingly unaware of the barbed-wire death beast about to pounce. I don't understand. He's just standing there. Don't take your eyes off the cock, Dick. Blink, and you'll miss an amazing sight. At that moment, the cougar pounced. The one-eyed cock leapt in the air and spun into a triple cell cow. In a flash of brown feathers and gleaming steel, the cougar's head was instantly severed from its neck. A jet of blood and gore showered the crowd as they lifted a large oil cloth to shield themselves. It looked like a rain of salsa upon a bowl of cheering chips. I want him. Oh, I can't let you do that, Dick Dynamo. He's my biggest moneymaker. But if you were to, say, shrink yourself, you could work your way up to a title shot. And make me enough money to buy the entire universe. In states. I don't care what I have to do, or how I have to do it, but I swear, I'll have that chicken's blood on my hands in a fortnight. Good, good. Please, 
Follow me to my laboratory. I follow the stoic Senor Ivan down a mysterious corridor. His large fur hat casts a shadow on the bright Aztec blankets draped over his wide shoulders. Senor Dynamo, this way, comrade. We came to a large steel door, and Senor Ivan dug out a strange object from around his neck. It looked like some sort of key in the shape of Red Star. He inserted it into a slot on top of the handle, and hissing steam began to shoot out of the sides of the door. It slid open, revealing a room filled with high-tech machinery and small cages. Boss! Boss! We caught this guy outside taking pictures of the ring! Hey! He was soused and stumbled around! I'll arrest you! I'll arrest you! I'll have this whole place arrested! Do you know this man, Dick Dynamo? Yeah. What are you going to do with him? Oh, well, we'll just keep him here until he sobers up. Then send him on his way. Dick! Let's take this place down! Give the precinct! Officer Mickleback, if you get in my way... I will put a leash on you, take you out into the woods, throw down some baloney, and while you're licking it up, I will shoot you in the face! At this point, Senior Ivan took me to the back room where a strange machine about the size of a refrigerator stood. Ivan approached it and rapidly cranked a handle on the front. With a loud bang and some sputtering, black smoke spewed from a pipe on its side as it violently shook. We'll have to give it a while to warm up, comrade. Would you like a fine Cuban hand-rolled cigar while we wait? Dick, I scanned this machine. Using it is not recommended. It is very unstable. Briefcase, if you get in my way, I will put a leash on you, take you out into the woods, throw down some baloney, and while you're licking it up, I will shoot you in the face! Ah, the machine is ready, Senor Dynamo. However, you cannot take your briefcase with you. Just leave it with me and I will lock it up in a safe place. Shriek me Massive doors stood before me. The crazed crowd roared outside. I checked the tape on my left forearm to make sure my bottle cap shield was firmly in place. The handle of my straight razor weapon felt cold in my right hand. I calmed my buzzing mind in preparation for the coming battle. Then the announcer spoke. And now, tonight a special bout. Put your hands together for his first and what could be his last appearance in the arena. Dick Dynamo, the The door swung open, and the aroma of cedar filled my nose. I walked out into the center of the battlefield. What I had once perceived as a ten-foot-tall wire cage was now a baseball diamond-sized battleground, with walls that arched into the heavens. The slavering fans shook the chicken wire dome. I could smell the breath from their hummus-encrusted mouths. Tonight, he faces a veteran of the Ultimate Animal Fighting Championship, hailing from Little Shirley's Pet Emporium. He likes to destroy his prey with nails and tails. 
by the crowd's reaction that this was a popular fighter. But where was this Huggles? What was a Huggles? Shifting my stance from left to right, my head swung around trying to spy my opponent. I heard a creak. Above! Looking up, my eyes made contact with those of a long, slender, green creature. As it dropped from the dome ceiling, I dodged just in time to avoid the creature's crushing weight. But the reptile still caught me with one of its curved claws. Slicing my torso, hot searing pain tore through my rock-hard abdominals. Sir Huggles draws first blood. This shifty iguana has got many foes unaware with his death from above attack. The cold-blooded killer licked his eyes and turned broadside. I raised my shield to block as Sir Huggles started lashing me with his tail. Then I realized his tail had been adorned with penny nails. They punched savage holes in my humble bottle cap shield. I rolled to the left and right, his pounding tail pursued. Coming up to my knees, I blocked a crushy blow. Wrenching my shield around, I trapped one of the nails and pinned the lizard's tail. Is Dick gonna do it? He is! Hacking for Sir Huggles' tail! That won't grow back anytime soon! The tail flopped to the side, still twitching. Now on my feet, I circled my adversary. Huggles didn't take long to charge me. I was too slow. He caught me in his snapping jaws and shook me like a ragdoll. My razor blade weapon was jerked from my grasp. This can't be it, folks. The fifth dimensional man is taking horrendous punishment. Suddenly, I was blind. My back made contact with the arena wall. Came shooting through every part of me. With my last ounce of strength, I made it to my feet. My vision was blurred. After much effort, I could see Sir Huggles across the cedar floor. It looked like he was struggling with a mass of black chest hair caught in his mouth. I wasted no time. Dick Dynamo is charging Sir Huggles! What strength, what manliness! Huggles is distracted! Dick is tracking him! Dick is lifting the reptile! He dropped him in a suplex! Onto his own spiked tail! What a move, folks! A nail is impaled the impaler right through the cold-blooded heart. Dick is the winner. Dick is the winner! Dick is the winner! Look at him! Your winner! Dick Dynamo!
Danimo versus El Pollo Loco de Uno Ojo Mysterio, part one. Make sure you stay tuned for the amazing second part of this two-part adventure. Dick Dynamo is brought to you by the friendly folks in Rogers, Arkansas. John Baker, Eldon Calger, J.C. Dalton, Grant Cottrell, and Anthony Myers. Make sure you check out www.dickdynamo.com for more amazing fifth-dimensional adventures. This is your announcer, Hans Manley, signing off. Chauncey Haworth, Mark Slade, and Lothar Tuppen, the demented minds behind the Twisted Pulp Radio Hour, bring you Twisted Pulp Magazine, a journey beyond surreality to worlds you never knew or hoped existed, worlds of the supernatural, worlds of dark satire, worlds of nightmarish futures, Twisted Pulp Magazine. If you thought the 21st century was weird enough already, think again. Twisted Pulp Magazine. A step beyond your grandfather's pulp. Available at digitalvaudeville.com. That's D-I-G-I-T-A-L-V-A-U-D-E-V-I-L-L-E.com. Digital Vaudeville.